1: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
2: <clears throat> Be Mitch Finley, 106.7 The Fan. You know that song. That means it's time to talk to our boy Barstool Nate via the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities get three free days of betql access by downloading the betql app or visiting betql.com nate dog what's going on buddy how are you
3: boys how are you it is it's a weird day right it, i i'm good personally i i think you guys are good personally but it's a real weird january 11th uh why
2: well, mm-hmm. I, so I, I mean i tend to agree with you at the, on a personal level like It sucks when people get fired. Um, I also don't know that... Generally, when people get fired, you want it to be... to take a step towards getting... a football team getting better. And I'm not sure this accomplishes that step.
3: A word I'm going to use a lot, and I'm not going to try to overuse it, but I'm definitely going to use it way too much, is purgatory. This team is stuck. We are in the middle of the train tracks. We... Coaching purgatory, owner purgatory, and QB purgatory—the three most important things to a football team—we're in all three. We Sam Howell—is he QB one going in the next season, or do we bring back Heineke for the second, the starter, whoever that may be? Screws up, we'll be chanting Heineke's name from the stands for the third year in a row. We have no idea who the owner is going to be, nor when the team will be sold, and then Coach Ron. I mean, he's still under contract, and he's firing the offensive coordinator, but is that just to save his own butt? Because we all know that Coach Ron Rivera is not a good head coach in the NFL. He seems like a great guy. It seems like the players like him, but he is not the guy to lead this football team to the promised land. But it seems like he's kind of this segue figurehead head coach to be a liaison between this old ownership and new ownership, it, it's all very weird. So we don't really have a coach in place who I think is good enough to take us to a Super Bowl. We don't have a quarterback in place who can take us to a Super Bowl. And now we don't have an offensive coordinator. We don't have an owner. Like Everything is in flux right now, and, and it's not where we need to be.
4: You look at it now. Um, they come in, Kevin O'Connell is here. Ron stays with Scott and Kevin goes. Kevin is now the head coach of the Vikings, uh, what if Kevin O'Connell has stayed here? Do you think it would be different?
3: Yeah, we can do all those what ifs. And, and you know, we, we kept Gruden over who? LaFleur and Shanahan and, 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 and this and, and McVay. And, and there's so many what ifs. I, I think we, in a way, we got really lucky by finding young, good coordinators and having them develop some players. And we weren't going to be able to keep them all. So we can play that what if game, but the, the fact of the matter is Scott Turner. I, I, I liked him coming in. I thought he was a young guy, you know, obviously his father's a legend and it just didn't work out. And, and that's kind of putting it mildly, but also just as plain as can be, he, he, he was a little in over his head by the end of the season. It seemed maybe it was because he did not have a good quarterback and, it's really hard to be an effective offensive coordinator in the NFL if you don't have a quarterback. And and that hurt him, obviously. Like That, that goes without saying. But it was kind of like system-wise, too. And Beamage, we've talked about it. He didn't do a great job of saying, hey, Heineke's starting. This is the package for him. Now Wentz is starting. This is the package for him. It was more just like I'm going to run my offense regardless of who my weapons on the field are, who my quarterback is. And it just did not work. I don't think he did a good job adapting even to his bad situations. I don't think he did a good job adapting. It didn't seem like the players really liked the way that he called plays. We can go back to these leaks that have come out all week about the, the locker room kind of were out on him. The, after the move like, yesterday,
4: uh, Nate, I wonder where those leaks really came from.
3: Uh, yeah, and, and that's the story of this franchise, right? It, you always have to think, huh. Who benefits more from leaking this? And if you're suggesting it was Coach Ron, that's possible. If you're suggesting that, yeah, we we can go on and on about who it might be. But when it comes down to it, he was not an effective offensive coordinator. He didn't use our guys the way they should have been used. And I don't like to see anybody fired, obviously, but I do think it was time to move on. I just think it's weird that Ron Rivera – Is going to be the head coach of this football team next year when he is, you know, he's the, it it should fall on him. It it should always fall on the head coach. That's the guy in charge. And I think Scott is being kind of a scapegoat. But at the same time, I don't think Scott was good enough to come along for next season either.
2: Yeah. I, I think multiple things can be true here. I think, exactly. I think Scott was dealt a fairly bad hand, but I don't know that he did enough to outperform it. Right, like
3: yeah, yeah, uh, and we we can we can laugh because like he he's looking at you know the defense of whatever team he was playing the next week and going I don't even know who Ron's going to start at quarterback is it Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke and it's like ooh that is just not the hand you want to be dealt as an offensive coordinator and so I feel a little bad for him I'm sure he'll get more chances in the league of course he will because it's the NFL Pe- coaches stick around for fifty years. Uh, and he has the last name, but it, it was time to move on. Unfortunately for him, but I, I hope we bring in a young guy who does not listen to Ron Rivera and wants to run the ball 66 percent of the time or whatever. The, <laughs> what was your reaction was when dead. you heard that? God, it, it, he's just a fossil, man. He's it, just he. I, I think if Ron Rivera could get in a time machine and go back to 1974, he would be. It would be Lombardi, Shula. Rivera like this man was made to coach in the 70s and 80s he would be fantastic at that he's just not the guy to coach in the year of our lord 2023 he's just not he cannot challenge correctly he doesn't know time and uh timeout management correctly he does not understand player personnel and development correctly he's still taking credit for bringing in Carson Wentz he's still like raving about it. he goes yeah I watched the tape I made that trade Like yeah, we know that's not something to brag about, Ron. That that's kind of the issue here, and he's just he's not good enough for the league right now. He would be great as a figurehead in the front office because he's likable and he's you know personable and and guys like him and he'd be great at steak dinners. He just should not be on the sideline of a as a head coach of an NFL team right now. He just absolutely one hundred percent the game has passed him by.
2: So I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. We're talking with our friend Barstool Nate here on the BetQL guest line. You can give Nate a follow at Barstool Nate on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I, to me, there's separate things. I think from a f- leadership motivation standpoint, Ron is, is quite good. I think that's always been his strength as a coach. Um, I, I think he wants to kind of be a CEO at this stage, and I think he's properly identified a real – defensive coordinator that can be a leader for the organization in Del Rio. And, and largely that's gone. Well, um, he hasn't done that offensively. I don't think he should be in charge of personnel, um, yeah. but I also think this and B, am curious. We haven't had a chance to talk about this. When Ron and Martin got up there yesterday, I think it was largely just a perfunctory performance that they had to get done. It was like, all right, the league requires we do this end-of-year presser. Let's just get it over with. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they believe the two-to-one run pass stuff.
4: And but and well, don't say it then. I mean, see, I, 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 I agree with you there. I, I'm tired of the stuff being put out. Then we go around trying to, you know, make it, oh, they didn't really meet. No, they don't put it out there. But don't. Tell me that's what you want to do.
2: When last year your plan was to trade for Carson Wentz because he has a big arm, take a wide receiver in the first round. Like you didn't build this that way, and now you're like. But I think it's like, I, I think it's a lot of just just a lot to be, of BS. They're trying to be revisionist. Like, all right, well, when we did win a few games, it was because
4: it, it was, was because it was your defense wasn't we letting the other team score. Right, like your it, offense couldn't. Right.
2: So I, I don't, I, I don't think they're actually planning on running the ball 66% of the time. And if they are, then, you know, by 2024 we're having a, a larger conversation about who the next coach is going to be,
3: in my it, opinion. Yeah, it, it's so frustrating. How do they get I, to
4: 2024?
3: I'm, I'm trying to, like, watch my words because it's just... It, it, I am stunned that it Nate is it, trying to watch yeah, his like words. Ron, That's a Ron first. Ron Rivera is so full of BS, and it's so frustrating because he doesn't have to be. He just... He, he, he's a, he Sometimes he gets into his used car salesman, just nonsense. And you just look at him like, who is buying this out of you? Like, who is actually watching this and believing a word you're saying? And he did that all season. He, he just, he says words that there's no way he believes or anybody with a brain watching and listening should believe. And he just says it. And it, it's so tiring. And maybe that's his plan. Is just to be so frustrating and so annoying that people stop talking about it because it's, it, it, be like it it drives me insane just all year, especially when we're losing. It's a little easier, obviously. Winning cures everything. His excuse train and his his demeanor and his his oh shucks woe is me just everything he says and <laughs> does and his attitude it just it reeks of just get out of my face. I, I just. I just do not like the way he conducts himself, and him him talking about how this team took a big step forward this year, dude. You've had losing seasons. What's it? Nine out of twelve years now as an NFL head coach. You won one additional game. We didn't make the playoffs. We lost the Browns because you put Carson Wentz back in. Like just enough. Just stop talking to me like I'm a child. You're not a good head coach. This team did not take a step forward. The defense did. I think the defense played phenomenal. But mm-hmm. him, as a, as a coach, took 10 steps back. It, we, had, we had the softest layup of a schedule, and he failed. Someone should, uh, if, I'm, if I'm at the press conference, I raise my hand. They go, yes, Barcelona, Nate, uh, Barstool Sports. I go, hi, thank you. Um, you're a failure. Uh, expand on that. And I would like to know what he says. <laughs> Nobody's actually called him a failure of a head coach to his face, I don't think. And that's what he is.
4: Damn, tell us how you
3: really feel, Nate. <laughs> I'm just so annoyed. He's just not good at coaching this team. He seems like a great guy and a great person. But let's just call it as it is. This team did not take a step So forward. then how
2: frustrated are you? So th- there's something interesting that I have noticed, that the Jay Gruden era was largely the same as the Rivera era. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those teams, everybody ended up roughly around 500. Right? Yep. And they kept bringing Jay back for a while, um, and I think most of the time people supported it. I mean, Jay's tenure—he started four and twelve. He inherited junk. Um, then they go nine and seven, eight seven and one, seven and nine, seven and nine. Then by the end of that, they, the Keenum disaster—they start zero and five. Gruden gets canned that year. Finishes three and thirteen. So, I mean, I can look up Jay's exact record as a head coach. Um, as as the head coach of Washington he was 35 49 and 1 over, over six seasons <clears throat> um i feel like there's more vitriol for Ron Rivera maybe i'm wrong on that but it's because we know he's in charge when jay was here Bruce was in charge and i think we knew that and and, and i think that's why it's different now does does that seem similar does that sound right with you or or is it specifically about the press conferences and the language and and all
3: that stuff. I would say it, it's it kind of all runs together for me because during the Gruden time, it was just the front office stuff was so bad and it was just so toxic, and there was just there were leaks with the the front office every single day, and just it, it was so ugly and so brutal. And it's now during Rivera, it's like they're trying to do this whole new era thing, but has it really changed? It's just different BS. It's it's the same, but different, but the same. So as long as, I, you know, until we have a new owner and we've, we've known this, does anything actually change? Not really. There's still Dan Snyder pulling the strings. There's still leaks. There's still turmoil. It's still toxic. And they've all tried the best they could. I mean, Gruden was in a terrible situation, just absolutely awful situation. He got out of here and now Rivera's here, and it, it's just a different type of ugly. It, it, it's, you know, does it matter put- that Ron's
2: been able to handle all the off field stuff? Like, I, I, I think we care about wins and losses, right? I mean, hell, commanders fans, Man. Redskins fans before him, we got used to that stuff.
4: But the thing of it is, he's the president of football operations, football, football. So that's what we care about. I mean, if you're dealing with the other stuff, that's because he he chose to. Okay? So, I think the football is what we care about. He even said in his press conference prior to the season that it's going to come down to wins and losses. You can't come after the season and say, well, you know, it's not just about wins and losses. You told yeah. him it was. Now you want to change it because the wins and losses do not benefit you.
3: Yeah.
2: For yeah. somebody to say it's not about wins and losses
4: – like I, I don't like that Yeah, they're, they're they're a little delusional. I,
2: B, I mean, we've talked about this plenty. I don't like that when that's a response to like, oh, we can't judge quarterbacks on wins and losses. That's part of it, dude. It's not all of it, but yeah. hell yeah, it's part, or of the
4: hell it. part of it.
2: I mean, we can't judge football teams on wins and losses. Did they grow in some areas? Yes.
4: I'm not even trying like they, they grew in some areas, they but they also went, to went to backwards in some other areas. Right. Like but think about it, though, James. We, when we when we added a receiver, we added some plays pieces in the offseason, season. We were talking playoff, get to the playoffs and win a game. When they don't make the playoffs, we can't now justify you got better. They were seven and nine last year. They seven and ten last year. They eight eight and one this year. But you were sitting at seven and five at one point. Okay, and you played four more games and you won one of them. I,
2: I I mean, they got rid of Scott Turner. It's a defensible move. I, You know, I don't – we haven't opened the phone lines up. We'll do it at noon. I,
3: I, I'm I, not surprised by the move at all. Were you, Nate? No, it, it was very necessary. I. You, so you just tweeted out – did I actually say – did I actually ask if firing Scott makes the team better? Because I 100% believe that it makes them better, but – Again, it's the overall system. It's, 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 it's the player personnel that Ron Rivera brings in. He brought in Carson Wentz as his diamond, as his golden child, as his savior. I'm the bleeping and it, guy. And it failed. So when you fire Scott Turner because of decisions Ron Rivera made, that's ugly. But, yes, Scott was not the guy for the job, and that needs to be clear. I, I, I think – the team was out on him. I think the offense was not producing. Obviously, under him, we weren't scoring. And it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. You're looking at the Niners using Mister Irrelevant going to the playoffs. You're looking at how, how you know, frustrating
2: is it when you hear the injury conversation and then you look at what Sam Debo missed significant time, Kittle missed significant time, yeah, I mean, Williams the time. Are They in didn't. The
4: they playoffs. didn't make excuses. They made adjustments. They're, the They're on the third Niners. straight quarter. Yeah.
3: You know, Josh Dobbs has played a great game. You can look across the NFL. Teams adjust to injuries at quarterbacks, some better than others. But it's just you can't use an excuse of injuries or whatever. You just next man up, it's the NFL. Make a game plan that works for the guys you have. And Scott was not good at that. It's just plain as day. He just wasn't. Maybe he'll get better. Maybe he'll thrive somewhere else. Maybe he just can't be in Washington. That happens with a lot of people too. That they succeed elsewhere outside of Washington. Mm-hmm. I know you love that, JP. But uh, it, it was time for him to go for sure. I, so, uh, dude,
2: uh, it's entirely possible Scott Turner's the next person on the graphic of. Uh, yeah. hey, this dude used to be OC in Washington, and now that now the team he's with is in the playoffs. <laughs> we've seen that enough. It's possible. I don't know that it'll happen, but we've seen it enough. They uh-huh. might not have space
3: on the graphic. That might be the only reason why. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: they're, they're literally running out of space on the graphic. Um, Nate Dogg, I think you'll like this. At noon, we're deb- debuting a new segment called What Did JP Do Wrong This Week? What didn't he do wrong? It's <laughs> who,
3: who came up with that segment? It
2: he was, did. It was my idea because everybody always complains about me, so now they'll get a chance to do it loudly no, on the radio. You
4: know you're always doing something wrong, so that's why you wanted to do this. <laughs>
3: But um, you you booked the wrong flight back from from the beach this weekend, and your wife got mad at you. No, I haven't done that since I booked the wrong
2: flight home from Augusta, and I was a, a week. I was stunned how cheap it was because I booked the wrong week when I showed up to the airport. <laughs> yeah. So you were a week early? Yeah, I showed up a week early. They're like, sir, and uh, not cheap to get sir, that. Sir, have you been <laughs> smoking? <laughs> Nate, thank you, dude. Thank you, guys. Love you. And hey, Nate. Right. That's you, our bro. guy, Barstool Nate. Give him a follow at Barstool Nate. When we return, what is the to-do list here? There is a lot to figure out, and how do they get it done? You listen to me, Mitchell Finley.
6: and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Let's start with some good news. Anybody in the movers some good news? Great news. That's it. Buffalo Bills just tweeted out, DeMar Hamlin has been discharged from Buffalo General Medical Center, the Gates Vascular Institute in Buffalo, New York. Hamlin was admitted on Monday and went through a comprehensive medical evaluation as well as a series of cardiac, neurological, and vascular testing on Tuesday. Um, The doctor in charge said, we have completed a series of tests and evaluations and consultation with the team physicians we are confident that Demar can be safely discharged to continue his rehab at home and with the Bills. Mm. True, true medical miracle here, man, and it's just
4: yeah, they able to get to him quickly, and they did everything right. Yeah, man,
2: yeah. It, it's amazing what can what, happen
4: when when you're prepared and you know what to do. Yeah, I think that's the ultimate thing. The people around him were prepared and knew what to do, and they had the right. Apparatus and all this stuff, the equipment to get him safely to a hospital how they're supposed to. So,
2: Terrific news. I am not going to make a cheesy segue, um, even though there's one available there about knowing what to do. <laughs> but I, I, I want to get it back to the commanders. And and, and I want to break <clears throat> down – let's start with the CBSO, the the chief BS officer of the Landfill and – the Landfill – uh, the B-Mission Finley program is Jim Andrew Mullins, the 10th, a.k.a. Landfill. Um, Landville, Scott Turner was fired yesterday. Uh, right move, scapegoat, a little bit of both, a lot of both. What do you think?
6: Uh, it's definitely at least a little bit of both. I mean, like we were saying earlier, Scott Turner didn't make the decision to get worse on the offensive line, Scott Turner didn't make the decision to trade for Carson Wentz. Ron Rivera was very clear that that was his decision, and like those, those two decisions like, sank the offense. It's really hard to succeed if your offensive line can't block, and your quarterback is Carson Wentz. I mean, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's an OC in the league that would have had uh, a, a top half of the league offense with those two things. Mm. I also don't think Scott Turner did particularly good. I mean, it's not like he, you know, kind of overcame those things to to perform at a high level. Right.
4: Yep. Right. Um, so, Which we know would be very hard to overcome it, but still.
6: Right. And it's not like he had a huge track record of success before coming here either. There you go, like, right
4: there. And that's the question. That's, but what's that's funny where,
2: is everybody's going to say, oh, we want a young guy, an innovative guy. That's what Scott was supposed to be. But so see, don't get mad that, if they go with an old
4: guy. But see, just because a guy's young don't mean he's innovative. Totally. Okay? And I think just because he's uh, innovative don't mean he has to be young. Or Andy Reid is not uh, young, but he's damn innovative. Actually, he goes back to some stuff you did when you were a kid. But – you get now everyone they started looking for people that basically were young looking. That doesn't mean that they know what the hell they're doing. You still got to have some level of a track record for us to understand that okay, this guy here he can do it. Not just oh he looks young, he looks like Scott Mc, uh, Scott uh, McVay, look like McFlew. Oh let's hire him. No 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 no. What has he done? And I think that is a that's why the question when when they when they brought Scott in there were a ton of fans asking, what has he done? Why is he getting that position at the point? And I think ultimately, you know, when it fails, it's easy to just turn your back and say, well, we're going to move on from him. But I think I'm sure some people are saying, well, why did you hire him in the first place? So
2: I want to lay out both sides of, is this a good job? Because quickly, we'll go to the CBS. So Landville is offense coordinator of the commanders, a good job.
6: Um, No, absolutely not. They have no quarterback, and they have a head coach. Look, the ownership, we all think there's a pretty decent chance it changes. New owners love to fire head coaches. Plus, we've had a guy who's been here for three years who hasn't been uh, particularly successful. There's a really decent chance Rivera gets fired after this next season, and uh, the offensive coordinator is usually fired along with him. This is not a good job. No. Okay, so landfill's pretty clear. Um
2: (sighs) I'm going to start with the case why it is a good job. All right, B? Mm-hmm. There's only 32 of them, and they're hard to get. That's that's number one. Uh, if you've read Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers, there's this theory that if you're one of the 100 best in the world at what you do, you're going to be rich and famous because it's really, really hard to be one of the 100 best in the world at something. Mm-hmm. There's only 32 offensive coordinators in the world. At the highest level.
4: So they're hard jobs to get, and people will want them. So you're saying it's a a great job to get because you're going to get paid. And it's only 32. But but can you be successful at it and do
2: something else? Let me continue. I'm just building the case why this is a good job. One, it's hard to become an offensive coordinator, and you want the job. Period. Two, it's quite hard to be an offensive coordinator in the modern NFL – where you also get to call the plays. Think about how many head coaches are also the play callers. McVay, Shanahan, Reed. Now, some he and the enemy kind of split those duties, mm-hmm. but that's Andy's offense. Doug Peterson in Jacksonville. Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Sirianni with the Eagles. Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins. Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. Wright got fired. Zach Taylor with the Bengals. Stefanski in Cleveland. It's really hard to be an offensive coordinator that's actually the play caller. Because more and more head coaches that come from an offensive mindset are calling their own plays. But I would I would So think, it's an opportunity to be the play caller here.
4: But I would say Arthur if I,
2: Smith's the play caller and, and in Atlanta. What does
4: that do? When you when you leave here and you've been a play caller, you become a head coach, you feel way more comfortable doing it yourself. And then eventually you'll get somebody else to be the uh, the, the coordinator it, once you feel comfortable with them. I could use, like, when I would fry turkeys with Kenny, he would help me, but I wouldn't let him fry a turkey. Okay? Well, All of saying, a sudden, nah, but, as long as Ron is here, he's not calling the offensive plays. He's not calling the so offensive plays. So you get a big opportunity a that, that you might coaching. not be able to get other places. You might not be able to get them to other places, but you know what? That value might be the same, and you may be working with something better.
2: I think there are a lot of young offensive minds that look around the league and, yo, could you go be the offensive coordinator for Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins? Sure, but you don't get to be the play caller. Matt LaFleur was with the Rams. They all Everybody left D.C. Mm-hmm. They went to L.A., right? LaFleur was with the Rams in a really good situation. He left to entitle a, a lateral move to go to Tennessee, but he went to Tennessee because he got to be the play caller, mm-hmm. and then he got the Packers job. So in a best case scenario, maybe somebody wants this job because they can come be the play caller, and then when a let's say they go ten and seven next year, make the playoffs, and the offense looks better, that dude all of a sudden's in line to be a head. Coach. I ask you a
4: question. I give you twenty play callers in this day and age. How many of them want to run the ball two times more than they uh, pass it?
2: I cannot believe that's actually the plan.
4: So so that's what I'm saying. So but if it is actually if, the plan, If you are the play caller, you want to run I'm your offense— I'm trying to offense. build the case for why it is a good job. Can I just— <laughs> hey, you, I'm just asking questions here because I, I think other people will be asking the question. Like, am I going to be able to call my offense or I got to run with this defensive coach tell me to do?
2: I also planned on building the case why it isn't a good job. Okay, which, right, go ahead. <laughs> I'll let you finish it. Well, kind of running out of reasons why it's a good job. <laughs> uh, you do have really good receivers— you got McLaurin and Dotson. I don't know what happens with Curtis But so we're going to run the ball two times more we throw it to those guys. B, if if you're going to run the ball two times more than you want to pass it. You, might well, you need it, to go get another tight end. But Hold on. And, and, and Curtis Samuels on the books for 13 mil with no guaranteed, and he got you 840 yards? Get a tight end and he can let him go and save some money. I, it doesn't make much sense. The construction
4: and what they claim to be the philosophy don't add up. It doesn't. That's a problem. So, listen, man. Is it a good job to come here in Washington? It's always a good job because it pays seven figures. Okay?
2: I am available. It pays seven figures. Yo, you want me to come in there and run the hell out of the ball? Is it, is a is it one bucks? of the
4: top or best jobs? That is the question that people would really want to answer. There. To
2: which I would say, where else... Now we don't who all's been fired so far. Broncos, Texans, Colts, Cardinals, Cardinals, we're missing one more, Panthers. Those those we know are available, depending who gets those jobs. If I had to guess, I bet of those 5 jobs that are open right now, 3 of them go to an offensive guy, maybe 4, and that person more than likely is going to be calling their own place. So that leaves probably one job opening that maybe goes to a defensive guy where maybe an OC comes in and gets to, to run their own show. Mm-hmm. And then you got this place. There's not a lot anymore of defensive coaches out there that are hiring new play callers. Like, it, it, we can talk about 32 jobs. There might only be like three of them where you get to come call the place. Mm-hmm. So just from a, 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 what is it, supply and demand
4: Got, the guys supply. that are going to stress they want to be the play callers and things of that nature are going to have a certain level with them. The other guys that just want to get their feet in the door, they'll come in here, and if they were to come here and let somebody else call the plays. Because they just they want that, that office coordinator title on their resume. You know
2: what I want to do? What you want to do? I want to go drink beer and hit golf balls. And go? I would love to go with you. Uh, we could go this afternoon. I got to go to the dry cleaner, but I could maybe carve out an hour. You think an hour to get there? No, not from here. <laughs> to get to Alexandria, how long do you think you get there? From here to yeah. Alexandria, hop on three ninety five, dude. I bet I'm, hell, I'm gonna put it in my phone right now. No, I won't be.
4: I won't be ten minutes, fifteen minutes, like you're thinking.
2: I bet it'll be 15, 20. Okay. So me and B Mitch are talking about my boys over at Rudy's Golf. You've heard me talk about them plenty. The new go-to spot for golf and entertainment in Kingstown, Alexandria. I'm going to find out right now how long it would take me to drive there from the radio station, which is basically Nats Park. Uh, 9.8 miles, B. says 22 minutes. Yep. If it says 22, it's going to take it 35. Bologna, you're you're Mr. I can get to Richmond in
4: 80 minutes. No, I get to Richmond in 80 minutes because I'm flying on a damn interstate. (laughs) I go to MGM from here, and it does not take 15 minutes.
2: The problem with MGM is whatever the freeway is, where they have all that construction by the, the really stinky place, the sewage factory, whatever the hell that mm-hmm. place is called. That's a tough place to be sitting in traffic, man. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me do this read appropriately. JP Finley here for my guys over at Rudy's Golf. You've heard me talk about the new go-to spot for golf and entertainment in Kingstown, Alexandria. You got to go over there. They got double-decker heated bays. You can go over there, hit all the balls you want. You got heated bays. If you want to go with a bunch of guys, you can set up the games on the monitors. They got two putt-putt courses, which are awesome. You can take your kids. i have taken my kids over there. It's been a blast. Full bar, full restaurant. It is the spot to be. Check out Rudy'sGolf.com today and get your game on.
4: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. At least I didn't pick Kentucky. They lost outright to South Carolina. You still, which lost outright too. We been I think they scored 135 points. Well, to 111, 125 to 111, something like that. Good thing it's fake money. Mhm. Um so if
2: you want to call in and berate me, you can. If you just want to call in, talk football, you can. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. We're going to do a full phone call segment. I will not BS. Okay? People always think I will. We're taking all the phones all the time. High noon. Landfill, you're that's already right. You're
4: starting to do what you Look, say you're not going to do. People are calling right
2: now. I'll take it right now. Put this person on the air. Alan Davis. Look, phones are going. 800 636 1067.
6: B, they're lighting up now. Hey, so, they're lighting up. We're going to take the calls. What did he do wrong? It's Bones in Southeast. Bones, what did, what did JP me to take it do it now, wrong? You said be taking it at noon. You said you were going to take it now.
2: Bones is in Southeast. Bones, have I done anything wrong?
5: No, nah, you haven't done anything wrong. Boom. JP, you did. Yeah, how you doing? What's up, doc? what's up, B Mitch? What's up, JP? What up, brother? Hey, look, hey, check this out, man. Y'all haven't done nothing wrong, man. You know, hey, man, you know, Boss hit it right on the head, man. You know, uh, you know, and I said, and when they when they was doing the hiring, man, that Ron wasn't a good coach, man, for this organization, man, and for this team, man. You know. Uh, I mean Scott, man, he made some bad calls, you know what I mean. But he did a pretty good job. But he was trying to be too organic and trying to be too cute, and he had, you know, he didn't have the tools to do that, man. You know, I mean, you know, this team was banged up, man. In the beginning, we ain't had no offensive line, man, to do the stuff that Scott wanted to do, man. You know, and Wentz, uh, man, you know, he's just. He's shell-shocked, you know. He was shell-shocked from the beginning. He was shell-shocked when he left Philadelphia, you know. So, man, uh, what we got to do, man, we just got to humble ourselves, man, and wait for the new regime to come in, man, so they can make their changes, man. And then, man, we can start getting the ball back on the road and rolling, man, you know. But, man. Boss hit it hit head on, man. I'm telling you, Ron was not a good cop, man. Ron, Ron, is sneaky, man. He real sneaky, man. I mm. see it, you know. I see it through. Thank you, Bones. You know? yeah. so,
2: Appreciate you, buddy. Um, I think everybody's gonna call in and want to talk about. Uh, now, somebody gonna tell you what you did wrong. I don't think I did anything wrong. Well, what has JB done wrong this week? Seven days, you can take it either way. I think I model citizen. Um, That's not true. B. What is the biggest problem? with taking this coordinator position?
4: There's 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 numerous. We have the too biggest? many people telling you what, the, what you're supposed to be doing instead of allowing you to do what you do. Does the lame duck
2: thing factor in for you? Huge.
4: Now Let's get back to these. Uh, it lit it, up. Uh, no, we're going to do the calls at noon. Uh, that was the plan. Oh, you 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 started a little early. So I, I said I'd take. You one. tell them start calling, and then they they gotta wait for 10, 12 minutes.
2: Devon and Rockville's on the line. Devon, what up? <laughs> look how
7: they—they they on your neck, JP. Always on me, dude. Always on me. We <laughs> no have no choice what. but to be. I'm gonna take
4: calls, and then <laughs> I a said we were 30, taking calls at hour noon. Hour thirty minutes later, the people are still That's, waiting. That is BS.
2: I said we're taking calls at noon. <laughs> That's today. The Bones called immediately. I was that like, you know what, what? Hell, I'll take one right now. Now you want me to take another one? Here's Devon and Rock. Come though. on, D. We're taking what, calls the, the entire wrong? twelve
7: to twelve thirty. JP, I, at first, look, JP. It's not really nothing wrong. You just still owe me a couple beers for listening to the whole complete show.
2: We'll get it you know? done. Don't worry.
7: So, But outside of that, you know, we got to talk about these daggone commanders, man. Everybody is saying it right. Like I was talking to Big Bro earlier. Man, we know who the real corporate is that needs to be gone. Nothing is going to be right unless he's gone. And that's Ron Rivera. He was brought in here. to. If everybody pay attention closely, he was brought in here to change the culture. You know what I'm saying, and they put so much emphasis on culture, change the culture. That's first, and then winning is second. So, if you want to be technical, I will give him that because he do these the the players do play for him. They don't quit. So, I guess he changed the culture on top of Dan getting rid of the in house and all that. Now he's transitioning to uh, of selling the team. Hopefully, so he completed his job. But what he cannot do is win. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, until then, if you got the same boss in line, like mm-hmm. Big Bro been saying, if, you, he's, if he's still here, somebody else coming in, I'm pretty sure Scott Turner didn't have all oh, say-so what he wanted to do or whatever the case may be. So the next person coming here, until Ron Rivera just let – stop being selfish, number one, and um, and start admitting and taking blame and say, look, I, the game has changed. I need people in here. Because when you, when you have a business, this is the last thing. When you have a business, you're the owner. You, you hire a manager. You hire a C- CEO, then you hire the manager. I don't think all three of them be in the store together. You gave them a job for a purpose, so you allowed them to do their job. So that's what Ron needs to do, allow people to come in and do the job and let them do their job all the way to their full extent. You can't buy their quarterback and place them in a in the system and then be like, hey, use this and you're judged off of what, what I gave you. like That's that's kind of wrong for Scott Turner. Like we said, you constructed this O-line. You constructed these quarterbacks, but then you, he's the out. But although he didn't make adjustments either, so it's like we're still stuck in the same spot. Thank you, D. Wrong.
2: Appreciate <laughs> you, buddy. Hi, bro. That's our guy, Devon, in Rockville. Phone lines are lit up. We're taking phone calls the entire next segment. If you want to say that I did something wrong, you can. If you just want to talk football, you can do that too. Ben White joins us at 1230. <laughs>